Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that asks our guests to find a replacement if they can't come in. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, can you? Well, I know you said you were going to make it, but you can't. Can you find someone else to come in last minute? You got to fill your own shift. Yeah, you got to fill it. Got to find. Got to find someone to replace that shift. You guys. Uh, uh, my name is Matt. So I'm on the host of this podcast. I'm here with Nathan Smesrud. Uh. <laughs> currently, currently smoking off screen. We have. Oh, it's Uncle Joe Cocazello, the old the Brooklyn Dodgers fan himself. The Brooklyn, uh, yes, he's he only he only likes defunct baseball teams now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just just, just hey. start just start getting all the uh, all the failed baseball teams. Uh, so what? what you know, after a while, Washington they, Senators. Yeah. After a while, they started building stadiums where you couldn't Montreal just expose. Yep. You couldn't. They started building stadiums where you couldn't just stand on your friend's shoulders and uh, over the right field fence or like <laughs> peering through a knot hole. Yeah, that's when baseball <laughs> truly died. You guys, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, we've got. Hold awful on. History. Are we making awful history again? We're making awful history Holy yet again. Holy shit. Implausible. Implausible. Uh, uh, actually, to be expected. I'm drinking to celebrate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, I think this is the very first time we've had anyone uh, 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 zoom in from Delaware. Ah, Ooh, anyway. making history, making history. Yeah, that, 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 Delaware, a little for that history. He could be in fucking Narnia or Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, Guys, what, though? I believe in Narnia and Middle Earth. I don't know if Delaware is a real place. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the first state, fellas. First date and no sales tax. I mean, listen, you guys got to come here sometime. Go to the Nike store. We got outlet ones. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we don't tax on clothes. That guy who's bragging about the, the being from the first state at the moment is Ronnie Fleming, everybody. Welcome, Ronnie. Welcome, Thank Ronnie. Thank you so much. Guys, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not from Delaware, but Delaware is claiming me today. It's nice, to, it's nice to be here with you, boy. I like that you're repping Delaware just so we can have some awful history, Ronnie. It's, uh, <laughs> so is, Wait, is Delaware... Are you simply just rent, repping Delaware because you're in danger? Blink twice if yes. <laughs> <laughs> the old Zoom welfare check. <laughs> uh, not welfare check. That's what my mom calls it. A wellness check. It's she, like as, it was the funniest, check. It was the funniest thing. Like my dad went uh, to go help my little brother move back from Seattle, and my mom was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be home for the first time alone uh, for a couple of days here. Uh, so maybe, maybe you guys send some welfare checks over." And we were like, "Mom, that is uh, you understand what you're trying <laughs> to say else entirely. The wrong. We get we get what you're saying. We don't know if the rest of the world would grasp." Uh, out of the out she of context. just wanted to be treated like a welfare queen, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, now she always says welfare check instead of wellness check. But uh, Delaware <laughs> so is uh, is the first state. Is that a real? That's a real fact. Or did you shoot from the hip on that one, Ronnie? That's what they say on the uh, on the uh, the license the, plate. The car, the license plate. That's it's like welcome say, to Delaware. So, you know, you're better it's than those other fifty. Natch was live for your die, and they're like, we were the first one. 
that's Delaware. <laughs> on the Delaware license plate, it's something like uh, some people lead and the others just smell our, our butts. Like that's what it says. It's like the state motto. Like it's... I, I think it would just say ice cream. <laughs> Actually, uh, they wanted to try to connect with this new generation, so uh, they just started putting first. <laughs> it's just a QRT code. Yeah, it's like, it's it's some emojis. It's the fire emoji, the elephant emoji, and then the poop emoji. Like for yeah. no apparent reason. Yep. Uh, first, the hashtag got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets Did you it. say that you have a? Were you bragging that Delaware has a Nike store? Is that also the first Nike store? I don't know if it's the you first the one, first but state? as a kid, as a kid from Maryland, we would go visit the Nike store because of the no sales tax. You know, not to brag, but we knew a sale when we could see one about an hour and a half away. Oh yeah, hey, hey, that's one of the perks of Minnesota is uh, you don't pay tax on uh, on clothing. clothing and whatnot. Nope. But they do have some weird loopholes here where if you buy sneakers. Oh. does not count as clothing or apparel. But if you buy like dress shoes, it does because it falls into some sort of weird uh, workout wear. So workout wear is, is taxable here. And I, I don't know. That's why we have so many fat Minnesotans. Yep. That's the reason. Not, not the <laughs> fact that we, yeah, not the deep fried everything or the fact no, you put no. cheese in every, like it, you just you get just a free the tax on like, yeah. On Lululemon. Yeah, Everyone's favorite <laughs> cookies literally come in a bucket. Yeah. No, yeah. we are the first state to put cookies in a bucket. Yeah, that's We're it. Like, uh, that's our first. You need more cookies than a box or a bag can provide you. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't just exist to talk about bu- buckets of cookies. No, I mean that would we could do a whole podcast on buckets that's a of cookies. Off show easily. Yes. Buckets of cookies. Buckets of cookies. That's it. I like. You know what? We're gonna quit awful service and we're just gonna get that bucket of cookie podcast. You guys know. Uh, this is the Awful Service Podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. Ronnie, the very first segment of the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume! So the resume section is where you get to tell those stories, Ronnie. You can start wherever you like and have that, my man. All right. So let's see. I'll start from New York, and then maybe I'll work my way back eventually. But the first job I had, classic New York uh, comedian job, I was a dog walker. I was a dog walker in Tribeca for about seven-ish years i was in and out of these million dollar penthouses i would see just the rich and famous and walk their dog and pick up their shit and bring them back and sometimes they would look at me sometimes they wouldn't you know (laughs) this uh this job was uh you know i worked that was the first job that i had and it was the first we went through the summer then the fall and then there was a a there was a snowpocalypse Joe, you remember this? I remember Snowpocalypse. I loved it. That was so much fun. It was fun for some people, man. (laughs) It was not great walking these, picking up these dog poop in the, in the, in the, go ahead, buddy. You had to walk during Snowpocalypse? Dogs still need to go to the bathroom. Bro, we were like the mailman, dude. Rain, sleep, slide, and 
But that's uh, are you saying that dog walkers are are given like awesome shorts? Is that what you're that what you're saying? <laughs> the Cliff Clavin of dog walking. Kevin Costner is going to play us in a movie eventually. Yeah, dude, during Snowpocalypse, I almost bought uh, I almost bought two tennis rackets and turned them into uh, like snowshoes. I almost strapped them to my feet because you could, you can't buy. There's no play. You can't go to a fucking a Models sporting goods and get get snowshoes in Manhattan. They don't stock that shit because it doesn't it doesn't sell. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, I, I'm I'm just picturing like pickleball pickleball ones because they didn't have actual tennis rackets, but you just thought that would be close enough. <laughs> yeah, I got like badminton rackets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't do shit. They just got way more of the handle than it does the racket part, so it wasn't. I was still sinking in, <laughs> tripping like an asshole. Like you the first time you tried crossing your ping pong paddles up. Yep. <laughs> yes. I bet you those paddles, though, they had pretty good grip with the little rubbery shit on the bottom. That's all they had. That's all they had. You you put some spin on your walk. <laughs> so you said that you were you were, you were walking dogs for the rich and famous. Yeah, but were you working I, for a company, Ronnie, or are you working for Brad Hagen? I was never working for Brad Hagen, nor would I ever. If I see Brad Hagen right now, I would drop an elbow on him so fast. Oh, but no, oh I never dog walking Brad. mafia. I have Brad Hagen on the podcast. Do you hear that, you son of a bitch? We all know I, I, that I, Brad Hagen listens to this podcast religiously. Right. I didn't realize that you guys had some uh, beef-flavored dog treats style of beef. <laughs> Bro, dog walking jobs are blood in, blood out. All right. I see people advertising. I take that down and I throw it away. <laughs> Even if it's our friend comedically, you're just like, yeah. Now, Especially this is- if it's our friend comedically. <laughs> I this didn't is get like the this weekend, Rip. <laughs> it's like the garbage men in the 70s having to like drive around with shotguns. It's <laughs> it's some fucking mafia shit. <laughs> oh man. So did you have your own company or who, who, who did you work for? Did you work for oh, a good one? I worked for a company. I worked for a company and uh, yeah, I was, I mean, I eventually, you know, I mean, I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but I eventually moved in and I was a live-in doggy daycare person for the past five years. Whoa. So wait, a celebrity dog uh, child? Was it like, uh, this is Charlie we Sheen's had, Pomeranian? We had, well, okay. We had some celebs. I'll tell you. Hey, you, don't, you, you, the, you don't bring up little tiger blood on this podcast, okay? <laughs> tiger blood junior. <laughs> so that dog. Okay. So, okay. We, I was walking this dog. Um, this, there were two dogs, right? A very famous person. And I remember walking the dogs and kind of like they were staying over at the doggy daycare center, which I also lived in. And uh, one day I, I looked on the news and I but you had a room. You didn't have to. It wasn't like you just had an <laughs> empty crate like you had the open crate. It just said Ronnie on the crate. <laughs> we, I have like my little bowls, you know, so like that's my bowl. Now you guys can drink out of these. too. <laughs> it's like they just drop a hamburger in there. Like, oh. <laughs> it's okay. The there was a blanket polluted. and it smelled like his other coworkers. <laughs> uh. All right, so I'm I'm I, I'm I'm looking at the news and I'm like, whoa, it's it's your daddy on the news, and uh, uh, and then I realize I see the last name Weinstein, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I wonder what's going on with this story, <laughs> and literally, I I had those dogs during during the uh, the scandal, and the dogs stayed with us for an entire month because we could not get a hold of this fucking guy. 
I swear to God, <laughs> it was a totally, it was also like a thing where like I'd, I'd bring it up at parties and everyone just got real weird about it. You know? <laughs> it's not like the dogs were like going yeah, like, hey, do you want to, you want to roll in this I, next movie? Uh, but you know Listen, what, man. Matt, Matt though, you know what? I bet you they did watch. <laughs> they watched because dogs love to watch. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, you know, Lassie, all those stories, they're all bullshit. Like Flipper, like animals don't care. You know, they don't have have a sense of justice who's you know who's putting their bread who's, who's feeding them that's what they care about yeah they were at the door like run selma hayek run save yourself or like whoever <laughs> <laughs> who is one of the ones that got <laughs> weinstein uh. go claire danes run i'll distract See, them by by pissing this on this really expensive oriental tale. rug cautionary tale for the me too movement let's let's not be throwing out aspersions think of yes. the animals yes you know what <laughs> no 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 if it let's not let's not take out on the animal what that fucking horrible monster did like, right. it's that's how i felt you know i felt like i i really related to like i don't know the roller coaster operator at neverland you know like you know, i'm not i'm just i'm just working for this guy okay yeah. like i don't know you just keep an, a good set of notes so you're eventually going to sell a book to penguin house later you know what i mean like it's, <laughs> oh no no he was just working at a discount hoping he'd get a movie rate someday because they were it's... fucking him uh, like uh, uh like your your book is i'm i I'm 18, but I'm 160 in dog years. And it's just like the <laughs> the dog's point of view from the Harvey White. It's the story of a the dog walker to the, yeah, it's to the shamed. Like it's, we'll come up. That's a working title. We'll come up with something better. Mm -hmm. Wow. So uh, did they, so they finally got um, sent They finally home, got him or, like, or did they get adopted? Yeah, it, or like a niece has them now? Do we know where the, the Weinstein pups are? <laughs> <laughs> the, our listeners want to know right they are now i just remember like kind of like handing <laughs> listen the, the the dog is buried underneath 14th street and third avenue we don't talk about it. it knew too much it was <laughs> gonna much. testify it's one it of those dogs. <laughs> it's one of those dogs that that could kind of say i love you and they were worried it would talk <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a doggy witness protection program it like, yeah, I just, they like tried to change its breed by giving it a different haircut. They're like, give it a poodle cut. And like, it's just, its name is Mitzi now. It lives in Tallahassee. <laughs> That's where it he would end up. Right? Yeah. He was about to get waxed, so I just kind of drove him off. I'm like, get out of here. Go, go, go. <laughs> you, you did the end of Harry and the Hendersons. You're like, go back to your home. We don't love you anymore. Actually, the, the dogs got Epstein yeah. in, uh, in, in the Humane <laughs> Society. <laughs> no, they were too old to get Epstein. They were both. They were both in their teens. But that was 150 in dog years, so it doesn't, yeah, he didn't like it anymore. <laughs> it was too old for him. That was definitely the wildest uh, celebrity run-in that I have with the client state. Uh, any, any B celebrities? You got like the Bronson Pinchos, uh, like uh, <laughs> Newfoundlands? Nobody that I can really say right now. I mean, I, I usually wait for the celebrities to be in jail for me to, you know, talk about them publicly. But okay, I've broken up. I've broken wait, up. Is this a we common occurrence with you? Is it like you're, you're <laughs> just all of these dog owners ending up in prison? They yeah, just like, know that I've got. Of... I've, 
I got the kind of face. It's like this guy can keep a secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. These lips do not sink ships. You like walk like the Wayne, the Wayne's brothers, uh, like dogs, but it's the one brother that's never been in anything. Seventeenth <laughs> yeah. brother. He was kind of adopted. He's like the lightest of all the Wayne's brothers. Never he got was, cast. He was just Eric Wayans. Like, yeah, yeah, he was only in three yeah, sketches on in Living Color. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're walking dogs for for monsters, uh, uh-huh, and, and uh-huh. not monsters too. I, I assume some of them are good people as well. Yeah. Oh, pretty good people, you know. Just uh, they're all all different types. As long as for the dog money, service, like... you work for the dog service that that a will will take your dog when you get in trouble eventually because you know it's coming. Don't take, take don't take your bullshit life out on your dogs. <laughs> I do love the idea of being a live-in a live-in dog au pair, though. That's pretty great. Uh, it was insane, man. I mean, look, it was, yeah, especially Christmas time. We'd have like thirteen dogs staying with us at one time. So I would just, you know, thirteen dogs was uh, it was it was, it was truly an insane experience. And just and you uh, were dogs only... in every single floor, you know. What was the breakdown? What kind of a place was this? Like, how was, it was the setup? Home. So I was living, it was a it was a house. So I okay. lived in a house. So you know, it was like a, there's a basement. There was a, <laughs> a middle floor where I lived, and the dogs lived also. And then there was also the the top floor as well. And so, who lived in the who lived on the top floor? That was my like, boss, and the troubled dog would stay up there. The ones that could. So the owner had the top floor, and he kept the uh, troubled dogs interact with the other one. <laughs> So the yeah. owner had the trouble dogs upstairs, and then yeah. you were on the first floor with the majority of the. You dogs. were running Gen Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I was running what? Gen Pop. That factory exactly, that yeah, churns man. out there. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was, I was kind of like, yeah. It was we, 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 we'd all hang out together. We'd all sit on the couch, watch Netflix, gamble with uh, cigarettes. Yeah, we were. We, we were. <laughs> well, that was the thing. That was the cleanup. You know the. Picking up all those uh, the cigar butts and poker chips. That was the yeah. You literally lived the dogs playing poker <laughs> painting. Like that was your life, except with you in it. And you're like, you always won because they didn't know how to play poker. They're dumb fucking dogs. And they don't have thumbs, so they couldn't hold the cards away from you. So you saw what their cards were all the time. Well, it was more or less like I would be filling their bowls. As they would be like, you want to come on over here? We're, we're thirsty. 17 I dogs watching you eat. <laughs> you're like eating in the bathroom or a closet just to have some peace eating privacy yeah i would walk in it would just be like I, that was that, the nice thing about living with all those dogs was when i walked in it was like i was a celebrity you know they'd all they'd all look at me and i all arrived i was there i was the i was the show you know mm-hmm. now i live with these roommates they don't even care anymore i miss <laughs> i miss i miss and your roommates don't give you kisses either and that has to drive you crazy it's the worst. Yeah, I went snuggle. Yeah, you're like, uh, when I get home, I... you guys should all be sitting by the door. <laughs> like, why are you guys all not sitting by the door when I get home? Which, by the way, is hilarious. Like, like, dude, Ronnie, how have you not written a feature-length film about how you lived in Ridgewood and you had 17 dog roommates? We'll throw Gutenberg in there? Like, I see this. Like, this is, oh, yeah, it's, it, it might Steve be a straight Martin. to Paramount Plus, but, like, this is, this is sellable. Well, the thing is, I just got out 
Oh, so it's still too, it's still so too like, recent. You can't last year. It took a little while for me to kind of shake off the, yeah, the you still, what's that? You're still having just, you're still getting used to like, uh, like it's like being able to pee by yourself. <laughs> it's like I just got out of prison, man. I just got out of the pen, you know, I, like, so I was, so when I, okay, first off, I took the job on a, like as a, on a whim, right? I was talking to a comic, Robert Dean, okay, actually. I love Bobby and Dean. I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about taking up, taking up this job. And he was like, oh my God, you have to. And I'm like, like, why? It's a sitcom. You have to do this. Okay. <laughs> so, so six so months later, it's sold it to you like that. Six months later, I see him at, at a mic and I'm like, hey, man, I took your advice. I, I, I started living at this doggy daycare center. He's like, you did what? Yeah, he's like <laughs> super surprised you actually followed up on it. Like, <laughs> was, that sounds terrible. And I was like, yeah, five years later, I'm finally out. So, Dude, you uh, yeah, I was man. suggesting you could have lived at your old apartment and just written that into a sitcom, but you lived it. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I needed firsthand experience. I'm not that good of a writer, Joe. <laughs> it's uh, it, much like you the military. Mail. Much like the military, that too was a tour of duty. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry, I, I got to get, get one. Two in. more of those. Get, in yeah, it's yeah, yeah, and then your quotas up for the month. There, Fair many. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, we got to keep them to a quota, or else it gets ridiculous. It's yeah. just, it's just too. He's they he is, hit me with a rolled up newspaper. He is his new nickname is that the Punisher. That was close. That was close. His new nickname <laughs> is the Punisher. Because <laughs> he had to watch his family die to make this character. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. That one, I, I even I'm just confused by that one. Um, well, didn't his family have to die? And yeah, no, but I don't understand. Punisher was made. Standing well, the, the, oh, I get it. So I was saying that sure. that you were a normal, mild mannered regular working human being and then your life was turned upside down by you having to watch your family be murdered so now you're taking it out on the mafia by making bad puns bad puns he's fair the enough. punisher he's he kills with puns yes fair enough <clears throat> i don't know i'm gonna get you oh, a punisher right, so t-shirt <laughs> fresh restart so ron <laughs> you're, you're 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 watching the dogs uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Any of the any of these any of these any of these uh these canines stick out in your mind? Did you, you have any fun unique breeds? Yeah, I had I had lots of different kinds. I had this pit bull that I really liked. I had this uh, we had this one dog who was a uh, uh, what kind of breed was he? Uh, he was like a hound or whatever. No, a beagle. Sorry, a beagle who was legitimately he had he was bipolar, right? He 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 was a completely sweet dog literally would sleep in my bed and then other times he would just like freak out and like attack you right he would uh he, his eyes would blaze over and he became like a different a totally different dog so we actually drove him out to california to a dog guru and this <laughs> dog guru fixed him up and he was and when you got dog guru money i mean you're you're pretty set so we this dog guru was uh fixed him right up for six months he was a completely like, completely different dog he was only side of harvey dent you know he was just a good dog and then suddenly i was taking him out one day and he just turned at me and he just i could see like the old the old the old waka was back and he just lunged at me and just tore tore my jacket open and uh, um you didn't have the guru safe word yeah we we eventually had to get a, it's always you know dog stories don't end happy okay what's that story 
<laughs> guru, you didn't have the guru safe word. But I, I'm happy to tell you that Dog Guru is your follow-up movie. Oh, no. I was <laughs> oh, going to yeah, say exactly. Bi Bipolar Beagle is the follow-up. That's a great Adult Swim animation. And the, the, dog guru, the Dog Guru story arc is amazing. <laughs> That's a great yeah, season I mean, one. You know... Uh... That's the real point of this show. It's not to talk about customer service jobs. It's just to mine ideas for pitches. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> Nate, Which, Ronnie, you the audience, me, this is what we're doing. You reminded me, Ronnie, I did love... That was one of my favorite dogs to walk in New York was Pitbulls because that was the oh, only yeah. time when I lived in New York that people would cross the street when I came coming. You know? I mean, when oh, I was it's coming, incredible. No one ever was scared of old Joe Cocazello. No one crossed the street because of me, but I knew it was because that the monster that I was just fucking walking down the street. It was even even tough ass motherfuckers would go, oh, oh shit. Mm, ain't gonna mess with that. <laughs> you get a dog like that or just a friend with huge jowls. People do tend to get to this <laughs> other side of the road. That's actually why Joe Every hangs out with me. Every time he shakes his head, it goes everywhere like Beethoven. Yeah. That's why that's why Joe hangs out with me. I have, I have big jowls <laughs> and jealous. people cross the street when I walk. So he's just like, oh, I can get used to this. It's uh, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, though, I think it was just because that the New York got back in that dog's blood. Oh, yeah. I he think that's what smell. happened. They, they he had that California state of mind, and then he got <laughs> oh, he had to come back. And he's like, "It's cold here. People are mad. They're pissing on the sidewalk. I'd I'd be mad too." Where'd all the hot girls rollerblading go? <laughs> you do look like you've been getting some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, like a, a little bit too much. You're right. I've also got the Hawaiian shirt on for the Zoom listeners at home. I'm really kind of lay, laying out some real Delaware vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to wear the Hawaiian shirt in New York. How many Absolutely pairs of stocks do you own? Dude, don't even want to know. I've got a whole closet and my roommate's <laughs> closet. And that doesn't even include the ones that dogs chewed up, you know? Um, yeah, those are... <laughs> let's, let's move on from the dogs, right? Even though this is utterly, utterly entertaining. <laughs> um, so we're, we're, what's, what's some other jobs that you've worked, Ronnie? So I used to work... So I, I got tired of the dogs um, in between, and I eventually got back to the dogs, but <laughs> uh, for a while, I used to work at the zoo, so I uh, I was I was the zoo had this ride. It was a dinosaur safari ride, and <laughs> this is in the Bronx Zoo, and they had all these animatronic dinosaurs. So I was in the back of a tractor giving dinosaur tours. So we basically what would happen is like we get a tractor full of kids and adults, and then we'd be like, "Oh no, we're going back in time," and then we <laughs> would go through different periods uh in which there were dinosaurs and then i would point them out and sometimes they would blow water in kids faces and uh that was a terrible <laughs> job by the way I, it was awful if anybody thinks about working for the zoo don't do it they're, they're terrible people there hold on right wait, wait, the, the terrible people were the what your zoo management it, it was not you zoologists should, zoologists are an asshole the way they were treating the dinosaurs okay <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, so dinosaurs was, should not be kept in cages as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> what was your, uh, did you have an outfit that they gave you for this uh, animatronic uh, dinosaur uh, tour guide? Did you have like the safari hat and like, and, and khaki shorts? I had all the khakis on and a little khaki hat. Um, 
I, I, I decided to play a character. Uh, you know, my name is Ronnie Fleming. I was Ronnie Fitzcooper Jr. And I, I, I took on a Southern accent just, just to kind of <laughs> really oh, get into it. Oh, God, you got to give us a taste. Come on. I know you know some of the lines, bro. Like, it's <laughs> like, oh, and welcome Please. to that. Like, it's, I don't know why I sounded English because I can't do a Southern. <laughs> so I'd be like, uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Dinosaur's Bar. We got my name is Ronnie Fitzcooper Jr. Welcome, of course, to the ride. And then I, I think I had something along the lines of like the driver. Okay, driver Dave, driver Dave. Don't worry, everybody. Driver Dave. He was uh he worked for NASCAR for several years. He'll be sure to get us out of here. It was terrible. I'm so sorry, you guys. Did, was, did you uh, make? Was, did you have your own script or did they give you one? They did gave you us have a to? Script. Did they write the NASCAR bit? Or was that oh, you? I, that was that was me. Yeah, okay. I added that. <laughs> Should have wrote like a Goldblum character in there, like <laughs> yes, saying how we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> so is, is it expensive? Is it expensive? Is it like cost extra to get into the, the animatronic dinosaur thing? Because I haven't oh, taken. I never took. Yeah. I, I I never took mushrooms and went to the Bronx Zoo, so I didn't hit the the animal. Because <laughs> I would then I would have definitely been on the. Oh, you would have been time traveling for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's time travel. <laughs> It should have came by, but yeah, it was a little extra. They, you know, the 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 Bronx Zoo had to make more money than you know charging nine dollars for dipping dots. So did, I'm was a this, uh, former employee. You can't tell. <laughs> was there a? <laughs> do you know where they got? Were, were these like, uh, like one of those old? Did they just get these dinosaurs from like an animatronic museum tour? For like the like the natural history museum had like a bunch of these yeah, animatronic dinosaurs in discount there. dinosaur robots is that what you're asking joe <laughs> yeah. it's like, mur, 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 and they added the hose in it and so that somebody had like the hose button to like squirt the water out like of there's mouth. like a used car lot but instead like i'm gonna suit you up with the velociraptor today how are you suiting for your t-rex needs i didn't think that i just i just assumed that the natural history museum was like we got to get these stupid animatronic robots of these dinosaurs out of here from the 1990s actually they the, bought they bought Bronx them. Zoo was like, yeah, we'll take those. We've got a whole, we just killed a shit ton of seals. We have a whole exhibit space that we need to fucking, because seals aren't supposed to live in Manhattan. <laughs> and I don't know if you know I, this. It was a gang war between the alive. seals and the monkeys. They'll last forever. Seals didn't make it. I just think it was a very pushy salesperson. He's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta move some <laughs> velociraptors, you guys. <laughs> Who who can we call it? You think we're dumb enough to take these fucking dinosaurs? <laughs> well, Spielberg's out. He already has his own. <laughs> oh, that is a great job. And you hated it every moment. Why did you end up no. there? Did you answer an ad, Ronnie? You or know, did I you try I... to work at the zoo and then they put you in the dinosaur? This is what the new kids got to. I answered an ad. I thought it would be good because. Because it's like, you know, I wanted to do comedy full time. And this was, I was talking to a microphone. So I figured that would translate, you know. <laughs> uh, and you then I. On, you can work on some bits <laughs> during the day. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, it was just, it was just a different crowd though, you know. The kids, that had never, they hadn't had no respect for me. It was, it was a rough gig. I remember one time though, we were, we were driving along, you know, before we went back in time in these huge tractors. And uh, we, were, we were being driven by this truck. And I just remember, you know, we're in the zoo. These wild animals sometimes just walk around. And I just see like this ancient turtle that was going right in front of the truck. And all the kids saw it too. And we're like, turtle, turtle. And everyone's looking at the turtle. And uh, 
the, the only person not looking at the turtle was the driver. Oh, no, and he Dave. flattened the turtle. <laughs> I literally looked back and I saw this turtle was just dead. You know, I mean, this was, you know, he was alive for 300 years and he comes to an end because of this stupid dinosaur ride at the zoo, which was not even educational. <laughs> and then all the kids' faces are just looking at me like, oh my God, we're five years old and we just discovered what death is. And I'm like, well, don't worry, kids, we're going back in time. Is that a dinosaur? <laughs> it's part of the ride. The turtle will be at the end and he's totally going to be fine. <laughs> It was either us or the painted turtle, kids. It was us or the turtle. You're like, kids, give me one second. And you're like frantically on the walkie-talkie. I need another fucking turtle to the end of the di animatronic dinosaur ride. I need a another turtle. Does anyone hear me? Somebody get a fucking turtle. I love that the turtle survives so many things in the wild, only to be killed by like a Dodge pickup in the Bronx. <laughs> It sounds like just something be, you read in the post. Just to be flattened by a John Deere. <laughs> yeah, that was the closest thing. That the We're going had back in time, time you know? 65 million years ago when the asteroid hit Earth. <laughs> the same way this truck hit that turtle. It was for educational purposes. <laughs> Brilliant. It was a quick thinking on your feet of like, it's okay, the turtle. We're going back in time. So it's like reversing everything that happened on the, uh, what, like, what just happened here in the last 30 seconds. Oh my god, amazing. Hey kids, today we're gonna to talk about the butterfly effect. <laughs> right, that was death. Now soon enough we're gonna talk about sex, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they had, what are the, they had for dinosaurs just pounding uglies. <laughs> now what happens when mommy and daddy don't get along anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a praying mantis. Um so you're scarring children. Uh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> going, how long did you do that for? I did that for about a year, a little less than a year. It was, uh, like I said, you know, it was a rough gig, but, uh, you know, it was for what it was worth. You know, I got a joke out of it for about five seconds and then it was no longer funny. <laughs> I think legitimately I was, I, I still have some anger about it. I don't know why, but, uh, it was, it was more or less me. I thought, I thought this was my way out of dogs, but soon enough. I got a phone call from my boss that one of the other dog walkers broke his leg and uh, and it sucked me right back in. <laughs> Ronnie, I have to ask, uh, did you get to live at the zoo? <laughs> <laughs> did you live in the dino exhibit? <laughs> you know, they just didn't have uh, uh, they just didn't have like the, the right kind of like bedding for me. I don't need much. I just need a little bit of bedding and uh, and some chew toys, but they didn't, yeah, they like, didn't acquire yeah, just... that for me. You had the like the Triceratops egg nest and you just nestled in there. You just had like a laptop that you put underneath the eggs during the day. <laughs> Ironically, both jobs came with all the front line you could use. You were charging your you were charging your iPhone and your iPad on uh, the same outlet that like the uh, like the animatronic Velociraptor was attached to. Yeah. <laughs> you had to unplug. You had to unplug one of the Velociraptors so you can plug all your electronics in. Do you still have the keys, Ronnie? Do you still have zoo keys? Tell me you still have zoo keys. And tell me those keys were like huge, like really old school. Like the keys were like fucking four inches long. This giant gate I had to open up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like a mini version of the key to the city. Exactly, yeah. I have a key to a lighthouse too, but I can't tell you where that's what? from. <laughs> 
Now you're going to tell us your story about being a light uh, a lighthouse attendant or what? Keeper. Well, it was it was me and Willem Dafoe. Okay, okay. it was a mermaid. <laughs> I had sex with you. and uh, and Dafoe sold those movie rights before you. you. <laughs> that was the first script I wrote. Was uh, I didn't get the dog stuff, but my time as a lighthouse attendant. So I, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was the zoo. I worked at the zoo for a while. I, I, I put up posters for a living for a little bit. Uh, I, don't get, I don't have any cool stories from that. But before that, my first job ever, I did work uh, at a bingo hall. And I, oh. was, I, was, uh, and I was a boy who would give bing, bingo cards to the ladies. And that was, that was my first job. And a you were the youngest person boy. there by 60 years. Yeah, how old? Wait, what? How old were you for this job, Ronnie? Like thirteen or fourteen. Delightful. Fuck a paper route. This sounds way more fun. You get to hang out with old people. You get some free drugs. Yeah, where were you? I was in. This was in Maryland. I was. Uh, yeah, I was. My mom worked. Or she she went to the bingo, and I guess that you know they needed they needed young boys to go around and uh, and give bingo cards to the old ladies. And so I, not only I, did she have to not pay for a babysitter, but you brought money in while you were there. Like, <laughs> this is great. I'm like, your mom's smit. I got paid $20 in a slice of pizza. Nice. What was your mom's car? And uh, I don't really know what she got. I think she got, she got, she just got like, I had slid her some extra cards every once in a while. Like, mom's oh, yeah. <laughs> you just walked by <laughs> and just slid one. Yeah. Didn't make eye contact. <laughs> You're like, don't talk to me until we get in the station wagon. It's between you, your mom, and the bingo announcer, and you're just like, I need an I-23. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like waiting the, the bingo. You're in the back, like, <laughs> doing an Ocean's 13 or something. Daddy needs a new pair of rollerblades. <laughs> How do you think the dad has that community pool money? <laughs> <laughs> it was all about that bingo scam. Bingo, son. <laughs> That that job was all right. The, the, you know, the thing was, you know, I, I realized I was like a, a cute kid in the beginning of it, right? So they, they thought I was cute. The ladies would smile at me. Sometimes they'd give me some extra money. But then, I, you know, I, I, was, I was too aware of it. I, I kind of kept smiling at them a little too much, you know? And they just, I think eventually they just got a little creepy out that I was just like... Yeah, you just, you yeah, know, the, like, uh, the you know, final straw was when you tried to do the Shirley Temple good ship lollipop. <laughs> 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 But that sailor outfit looked perfect on him, damn it. <laughs> oh, you Sitting need on old ladies' laughs. <laughs> oh, by the way, side note, have you guys ever watched that video? Like, have you ever watched any Shirley Temple? It's some oh, yeah, pedophile shit. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like she's like hopping on old, like middle-aged men's like laps and they're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's even funnier. The uh, the virgin cocktail known as a Shirley Temple was developed because she would go to these move. They would go into these meetings Yo. at bars and everyone's drinking. Everyone's drinking. And then they're like, well, we got to get something uh -huh. for the kid. And they're like, well, throw some cherry juice in, and, uh, and uh, a little le lemon and lime. And all I'd that. like to think that that was the third time because like the first two, they were like, yeah, just get her a bourbon. Yeah, her put a some ice in it. No, no, uh, she's, no, she's uh, a bro she's a broad. Get her a gin and tonic, yes. whatever. She'll love it. After she passed out at the fucking meeting table, like uh, three times, two times, they're like, all right, put some, I don't know, cherry juice and a Sprite. I don't know. That, sprite that's how she agreed to do all those movies with the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, hey, hey, by the way, Ronnie, is this bingo Yo. hall still around? 
Big Hall is still around. Yeah, it was, uh, it was part of like the Catholic. We got a long list of places to do mushrooms at now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And if, yeah, Ronnie, can we, can we feed you full enough mushrooms that you want to do like a, like get your old game back on? But you have to wear the same outfit. (laughs) I'm an adorable little boy who wants a bingo card. How about you, Ethel? Winky wink. Just like. Okay, babe, we need to go back one night. I'll do the slice of pizza and 20 bucks. Make it. <laughs> 20 bucks and pizza. <laughs> you walk into the bingo hall. We're going back in time. Why does he have a southern accent? I just run over one of the old ladies along the way. <laughs> With a rascal scooter. <laughs> Why is that cute young boy got a turtle? <laughs> <laughs> then we get kicked out for putting leashes on all the old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I only gave Ethel a flea bath. <laughs> oh my God! So you're, oh, Roddy. so you're, you're working in the bingo hall. You're, you're hustling the old ladies. You're slipping your mom some extra bingo cards. Anything? Uh-huh, any other uh-huh. like, well, like what type of like? So it was for charity. So was it actually for money? Yeah, I mean, oh, this you was know, a bingo was, hall, bro. Well, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, sometimes they do it for like know? like prizes. Sure. Uh, oh, no, this is no bad money, thing, man. Yeah, this is so, this is yeah, Maryland, my mom, bro. My mom did. Yeah, we, we did. We did. You know, she she tried the the basket bingo, but you know, she's all about getting that cold hard cash. You know, so uh, you know that's not that wasn't really for her winning baskets. I mean, how many baskets do you really need? Yeah, right? Mommy needs a new Pontiac Bonneville. <laughs> At the time, Pontiac mm-hmm. Aztec. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was back in the day. You were thirteen. There was no Aztec. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, this is this is Bonneville time. This is Buick still existed. Oldsmobile was around and, and cooking. <laughs> Mommy needs luminous. a new Cutlass sedan. <laughs> Get one of those Lumina vans. Remember those? Oh, Dude, God. my parents, we went car shopping. Do you, Ronnie, you remember the Lumina and it was the Pontiac silhouette was the, the other version, right? Mm-hmm. That was the other one. So it would, it looked like a yeah, spaceship okay. from the inside. Yeah. If you were sitting as a kid, it looked like a cockpit in the front and it had like the window started and it came, it was very pointy. So it was a big ass windshield and it was, Oh, it was dope as fuck. And my parents did not get that. They got the boring ass GMC Safari, the Astro knockoff. It's the, it's, it's like an Astro van with uh better seats. So yeah, that's that, what we you got. didn't like that was so pissed, bro was so pissed. Oh, would, wouldn't you be pissed if you were a 13 year old that didn't get to ride around <laughs> in the back of a space shuttle and play fucking like Bo Jackson's Tiger game where you had the baseball on this side, then flipped it around and had the fo- football on that side. Like it's, it was the one time where they just mashed two Tiger games together and just had the screen that flipped. Like it, or did it have two separate screens? I, I think it had two dude. separate screens. My memory is so faded. COVID ruined my memory. Now, like it's yeah, COVID, COVID. Right, did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not excessive. Well, COVID did lead to uh, uh, excessive alcoholism. So maybe it was COVID and like uh, by proxy. Anyway, COVID led to that, Joe. Uh, you know, it might have been uh, yeah, it's <laughs> years of depression. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, not taking know. mushrooms and going to a dinosaur park. I mean, come on. These are things <laughs> that all add up. You you have a nickname after you in, in Bushwick. Oh, yeah. Is that still around at the Pine Box? Is the Prince of Bushwick come around? My delicious. Absolutely, man. My delicious drink named after me. I'm delicious, Ronnie. Dude, speaking of Bushwick, uh, do you, Palos and Lucas Conley, does tandem still exist? 
Tenderness does not so exist. It's called the bar or called, the show. It's called uh, the the neither neither exists. <laughs> but uh, we're looking. I'm looking at. I actually went by there just to do another. Like, hey, let's do this again. Let's run it back. My favorite. One of my favorite Joe Cocozilla stories, though, is Joe. Uh, if you might, if I may, do you mind if I? Oh yes. Oh, we love this. Story? No, go, go, I don't go. know this story. We didn't do a pre. Like, hey, I'm going to tell this story. So I, no, I'm, I'm just as like, and I watched them both perk up like they got a Sega Genesis for Christmas when they were 11. <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah. This right, story so, is everybody's on. All right. So so Joe. We, he used to run the open mic at Pine Box and then there was on Wednesdays and then, then we'd have our show at Tandem, which is at 8 o'clock, you know, probably 8.30, 8.45 or whatever. So, you know, Joe was, Joe was booked for the show and I remember Joe, you know, I don't know what it was. Joe was especially tanked at the mic. Joe was uh, possibly in a blackout at the time. So we're like, you know, uh, you know, it's like, all right, you're excited for the show? And Joe's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And my co-producer is like, Joe, you're not doing the show tonight. And Joe's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I, you're not doing the show. You're blackout. He's like, ah, ah. So he wandered off. And we're just like, all right, I guess Joe's just, you know, he's, he's not doing the show. You know, my, my, my friend put his foot down and Joe is furious about it. So the show's going on. And then suddenly, you know, it's halfway through, maybe near the end, Joe kind of pushes through tandem. And he's, he's, got his girl with him and he's like wandering through it's kind of like uh it's kind of like Bill goldberg time you know like right before the match right and he's 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 got the eye of the tiger at this time and he's completely he's so sober i have no idea what he did to get sober they just threw him in the, in the bathtub or something put him in cold water and he's totally ready and uh he says i'm going up on that stage tonight <laughs> and lucas is like all right whatever so I remember, and I was just like, I, I, I gave Joe, I was hosting the show, and I, and I said, I, I, my intro for Joe, if you remember, was, I've been doing comedy for a long time, uh, and you meet a lot of characters when you do stand-up comedy, but I've never met a comic quite like your next performer. Please welcome Joe Cocosello. And you went on to have the set of the night. Possibly, the, like, you know, possibly one of the best sets that had ever happened at the time. You fucking killed so it was a story of a uh, of drunken uh, 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 irresponsibility turned triumph, and that was the joke. Uh, no story. I think that just pretty much defines Joe's life. Actually, it's uh, <laughs> I live drunken a good irresponsibility, story arc. but he persevered. The Cocazello story. Yes, I live a good story arc, you guys. And also, all right, Ronnie, to tell you what I did, I all right. First off, it was pure determination. I was yeah. I, yes, I was completely blackout. And, and pure determination uh-huh. was the name of the strain of cocaine that Joe had <laughs> that day. <laughs> I because I was so mad. You were correct. I was so mad that Lucas was like, "Nah, bro, I gotta. I you, you're too drunk uh-huh. to do this." And I'm like, "You don't yeah. know shit, bro. I will see you in tandem." And I just like walked away. And he, I, he like I, I didn't realize that you guys were both like everybody was just like, "Well, I guess he's just not doing the show." And I went home. I had. A bodega sandwich from my favorite okay. bodega. I went uh-huh. and and took a instead of my because uh, it was uh, it was uh, in the summertime. I took a nice cold ass shower. I made <laughs> I made a fucking I made a cold uh, like uh, I uh, a uh, I did a press a French press of coffee. Made it real jet oh, fuel, hey. bro. 
And I was just yeah. like, this is, and then I invited the girl that I was dating at the time. So I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way. Everything just pushed right back to sobriety. And it was all, it was pure. I don't like, it's no one tells Joe Gogazello that he's too drunk to do something. <laughs> I'll show you a thing or thing. That's the, actually some the look of- reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More people are going to have to start telling, are hey, you too drunk to go on, bro? Sorry. Like I got like Frank Stallone soundtracks in my head. <laughs> just, but to, I'll just never forget that look of perseverance <laughs> on your head. You were, you were a man on a mission, man. You were upset. You were angry, and 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 you were determined. You came in, and you, you know, it was. Uh, I've never seen you like that, man. It was, it was something to behold for sure. <laughs> it was inspiring. You inspired us all that night. Oh, you too can get too drunk to quickly. function and still do have the set of your life, you guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so that's the message we this. need for the children. Not not we're going back in time. No. <laughs> yeah, See, another story. <laughs> if that was someone else, they would be like, you know, I had to get my shit together. I had to sober up. I had to meet, go to meetings. No, not Joe. Joe just got a coffee and he was like, you know what? Things are still going to work out for me. I got a coffee, a cold shower and a pre-show hand job, And I was ready to go. It was just, it's <laughs> nothing brings That's you back to earth real off, fast. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> so Ronnie, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about stories of Joe getting hand jobs so he could perform better. Or he's a little infamy. Yeah. By the way, I have to admit, uh, we're making more awful history because um, both of your the, the two jobs that you started with, both the the the, the dinosaur park and the uh, the dog, those are both movies. Uh, yeah. We have a hotel for dogs, and we have Jurassic Park. I wrote so. both of those plots down, and both you could throw Gutenberg in, and would be delightful additions. <laughs> Gutenbergable. We're just going to do some Gutenberg reboots, you guys. That's what we're going to do. No, I'm just saying just... that man needs some work. And I know he's free. True. You could probably get him on the cheap now. <laughs> not, he's not making the, the Zuzu commercials. Oh, that wasn't. He was making the Zuzu commercials? No, no that, that was wasn't. Joe Azuzu. That was a different guy. That's a different guy. I, I, I <laughs> mixed Joe up my, You don't I mixed remember up that my name? 80s. I mixed up my 80s spokesman. I apologize. Oh, dude, that has to be a why did it fail now? It's oh, did I pre? Did I uh, did I talk um, about how hot dogs are made? Wrong segment, Joe. No. Oh, sorry, wrong, <laughs> wrong transition. We're, yes. Uh, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about the jobs and the stories there with it. No, we also exist on this podcast to talk about the scourge ah. that is a that is a plight on this country, uh, known as Karens. Uh, but before mm. we continue, Ronnie Fleming, how would you define a Karen? A Karen is typically a uh, uh, a white lady who uh, loves to talk to the manager and who uh, is really into, you know, her getting great customer service, mm-hmm. whether it's, whether these are uh, unrealistic expectations or not. I like it. How to do. No, that's yeah. Uh, every single person we have on has had different, but yet oddly similar uh, definitions. Uh, so each and every week, uh, we scour the internet. And we find different uh, Yelp reviews, Facebook posts, tweets. Uh, sometimes they're just handwritten notes. And it's a segment that we call the Karen of the Week. 
This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. 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 This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor to the podcast, Third Mike, and Minneapolis comedian uh, Rebecca Wilson does a dramatic reenactment of one of these different Karen reviews. So here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Vaccines are Satan's pee. I am livid at how everything shut down because of this COVID. Why can't everyone use essential oils to remove this virus? Angry emoji, angry emoji, angry emoji, angry emoji. I hate wearing these stupid masks that are part of the Lib's plan to eliminate free speech. Wow, that was it? Yeah. Wow. Okay, How did so, the right get mixed up with essential oils? That's <laughs> such a lefty hippy dippy thing. I don't know. That's a weird. That's a weird like cross section. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I, I love essential oils. It's and uh, and it was used these uh, thieves that would uh, hold on. My connection is unstable. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, back in the day, the grave robbers back in like Egyptian times or some shit would rob Pharaoh's graves. And because there was like uh, rotting bodies and horrible fucking disease in mm-hmm. in the in the tombs, uh, like they would put this thieves oil on their handkerchief and put it over their ma- their face and have like a covid mask, like a <laughs> like a fourteen hundreds covid mask. And uh and rob these tombs safely and not get diseased. So I, I, I like, I know it's not the same, and I know it, the disease is not is more different and more viral and like what have you. It's way better they, on social media. And they also didn't get ill because they were wearing masks, Joe. Right. I know. <laughs> but I, I like the essential oil mask plan. I did that during COVID. I put the thieves spray on my mask, and so thieves it's spray. It's it's called Thebes. It's it's the dumbest of all of the essential oils combination names. It, they take like five oils and shove them together and then sell it to you as a. But they do sell it as Thebes. So there's like a lot of middle aged Midwestern ladies that have. Oh, I use Thebes oil. <laughs> I just put Thebes on it. Can you buy that at bed? I get uh, the robber one. Can you buy that at the uh, at, at uh, what is it the not, not God, God damn it not Bed Bath and Beyond. Bath and Body Works. That's it. Okay. They got Thieves Oil. Go. Bath and Body Works. I don't know. It's. I don't know. I don't know if you can go to Yankee Candle and get a th- essential oils <laughs> Thieves sh- like scented. I like that. Uh, what was the first part? She said that vaccinations are Satan's, Satan's pee. Which that's an that's an odd twist. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Is that oh, in another essential oil? A doctor <laughs> is injecting you. <laughs> <laughs> you, t- uh, you take two pots lavender. <laughs> wait, wait, when did Some this lemon person, oil. When did this person <laughs> become Long Island Medium? Oh, no. First off, I love Long Island Medium. And secondly, I was going for more of a Fran Drescher 
I was going for a little bit more the nanny. Fair enough. Which I love Long Island Medium, and my mother loves Long Island Medium. You remember <laughs> welfare checks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's coming back in this episode. She <laughs> loves Long Island Medium. And I got into the show when I lived in New York. So we would talk about episodes. She was here in Minnesota. I was in Brooklyn or Ridgewood. And like we would talk about episodes of Long Island Medium. She's like, does she come into the city? Like, have you seen her? Like, it's like, no, I haven't. Like, it's, and we had family on Long Island. So it's like, you were on the Long Island Railroad. Did you see any? And like, no, no, mom. <laughs> but she's coming to Mystic Lake. She's coming on tour. To do some okay. readings. To do some readings. And I want to take my mom, but she doesn't want to go anywhere. In She's going clouds. to the sovereign land of an yeah. oppressed people yeah. to do some readings. I think and there might be a little bit of interference. Yeah. Not going to talk to any on. of those ghosts. Oh, sorry. I'm looking for, uh, is there a white lady standing next to you? Like it's uh, like, it's all excuse me, chief such and such, but I'm actually trying to talk to her mom. <laughs> so yeah, I love the, I love, I do love the, sorry about the side note. What's your favorite essential place. oil, Ronnie? I don't even really know what an essential oil is. So I, you know, this lady talked about like, I was on board for like, you know, devil's piss and stuff, but then she's talking about essential oils and I'm, I'm, I'm a little lost. My Hold girlfriend, on, this, I don't totally devil's understand. piss. I'm pretty sure devil's piss is a, is a cocktail drink. Yeah. That's gotta be some like horrible joke shot. Yeah. It's, they set it on fire. It's, and then Satan's pee. Is just a fucking sad ladies uh, trying to shit on on vaccines. Yeah, which I think is a terrible. Oh, that's what you inject in yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not injecting a tiny part of a like a weakened uh, like a virus so that you your immune system uh, can fight it and learn to like always fight it. No, it's Satan's pee. <laughs> it's also is the- this a Yelp review from a church lady? Um, she was feeling annoyed. <laughs> it, is, it, was a, it was a Facebook post that went viral where she said she was feeling annoyed about the, all, these, all these different uh, uh, mitigating things to try to help against COVID. Uh, I like that also that the masks were a liberal's plan oh, to, yeah. to, to stop free speech. Yeah, because you can't talk. You can't hear anybody with that mask on. <laughs> what did you oh, say? It's like putting, it, it's like put, putting caution tape on a comic who, like, you know, he 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 speaks the truth, you know. <laughs> Those liberals love their Satan's pee. Don't you don't you yuck my yum, Joe? <laughs> Speaking of yum yucking, for my birthday that just happened recently, uh, this jackalope Matthew here and his beautiful like, this this is I still haven't had this. I put it in the refrigerator. Uh, this is a um, it uh, they got me this shot. Uh, it's called a little Kruge. I don't know if you guys can see this. It's shaped like a sperm. It has a little spermy eyes on it. Uh, and, and it's a very uh, uh-huh. jizzy looking liqueur in there. And so this has been sitting in my refrigerator. And for some reason, I didn't put it with the eyes up, but it rolled that way. And it just now sits with the eyes up staring at me every time I open. And it's like, hey, you want to? You want to put me in your mouth? And I'm like, you no, want to take a cum I shot? Much don't like, yeah, I, I don't want to like, it's, it's too, it, if they like, all right, what's the white liqueur. That's like a, like, it's like a white chocolate like liqueur, Nate. Godiva. 
No, 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 no. It's the Ramchata or something. Ramchata. Yes. It's the I was gonna say, no, Matt, it's the ghetto Godiva, but he already he already nailed it with Ramchata, which is they should market themselves as it's the ghetto, ghetto Godiva. Godiva. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's more it has a Ramchata y look to it, but if Ramchata Ramchata would have never been as popular if they were like, yo, get some of this jizzy drink. Like it's you know what I mean? Or, like if they, or maybe they would have been more popular if they would have done that. That's a woo. Oh yeah. Hey, and come on her back while you both do rum chata shots. Rum chata for yes. folks who swallow. Hey. Yes. And much like that, and much <laughs> like that uh marketing campaign that never happened, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Oh, here why did it fail? A great uh, transition. Everything was squared away. Everything that was squared away. That is the king of. I had my plan written down. I had my plan written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Each and every week, we look at different restaurant chains. Uh, we look at different uh, uh, retail stores, menu items. And we have to ourselves, ask ourselves, why, why do you think that didn't work out? Well, Matty, uh, I, I will have you know, uh, before we, we get too deep into this, mm-hmm. I, uh, for the last two days, I've had the why did it fail theme stuck in my head. Like all day, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just driving around, I'm pumping gas. I'm like, gee, why did it fail? Like people looking at me like I'm a lunatic, but I absolutely love Mr. Rogers and the Make Relief Friends. I'm so glad that they wrote such a catchy theme that has been just lodged in my head. Very much so. So each and every week, uh, we've been kind of looking at uh, Quiznos because honestly, they're a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, we've had, you know, we can go through all the ads, but just listen to like the last ten episodes because that's all it's been. And this one does not disappoint. This one they did kind of a, a person on the street idea with it, Ooh. and uh, we'll just uh, we'll we'll just let this play out, and we can we kind of ask ourselves again why why do you think this didn't work out for Quiznos? Where's the Subway? Subway, what's up? What's the deal? <laughs> you can taste the garlic, but it's not overwhelming. Prime rib is the uber meat. It's perfect. <laughs> Introducing Quiznos Prime Rib on Garlic Bread Sub. Loaded with real prime rib and piled high with mozzarella and toasted garlic bread. It's not lacking any meat. And that's what real women need. <laughs> you can order prime rib and garlic bread sub from Quiznos. And if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a free sub. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Toasty. Oh my Lanta! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I don't know if that 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 part of me feels like they scripted that out. They're like, okay, just say like something about how women like meat. Hey Asian girl, hey tiny Asian girl, hold a sandwich, hold part of a sandwich you didn't take a bite of, and then say this thing about uh, black men's penises. <laughs> it's got a lot of meat. <laughs> and that's what women real. I like that too. That's I think what the real reason women why. I think one of the biggest reasons why that particular sandwich didn't exactly take off is the name of the sandwich is prime rib on garlic bread. Yeah, <laughs> really not. It's it. Did they just pour the ajou sauce into the sandwich like or into the bread? They baked it into the the ajou baked into the bread. Kazoom time. It should have just been like, yes, what what is it called? You just press a button and you hear the woman say real women love meat. It's like, oh, wow. OK, I guess I'll have that one. And I like the beginning. Well, I guess today, then I am a lady. (laughs) (laughs) 
if I tuck my penis between my legs, can I have one of them prime, <laughs> prime <laughs> ribbon garlic bread sandwiches? Well, I, I remember the idea behind it sounded good because you're like, you know, garlic bread. Everyone loves garlic bread, but like, mm. on, like that makes more sense for like like an Italian sandwich, you know, like a pepperoni and like capicola or something or a, a meatball sub. But on a prime rib, that's not like I mean, like that. I'm not really worried about a prime rib sandwich having a garlic bread exterior. See, traditionally, with with something like prime rib, it's supposed to be served with horseradish, right? You know, said horseradish bread. I didn't see any any horses involved in this commercial. Um, <laughs> Nor radishes. Yeah, you're well, not the only the one. Horses, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I was curious, like, what, like, who is this, like, appealing to? I know. It's like, okay, men, they're like, well, they have meat. I don't know. It seems kind of phallic of the way that it's being advertised. And then women, it's like, okay, this sandwich is only for size queens, I guess. <laughs> like, <who is> it? <laughs> the old sandwich size queen. <laughs> only available only, in foot long. Yeah, I only eat something that's bigger than my arm. Okay, this, the ingredients sound good, but how girthy is the sandwich? I know it's like what girl is is proudly eating this sandwich, right? Like, Same girl who, that washes it down with rum chata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, before dinner, you better send me a sandwich pick, okay? Oh, <laughs> cheese and rice. This commercial—they just keep getting sillier until mm -hmm. they just eventually are down to 218 stores nationally. <laughs> you looked it up, didn't you? I still no. It's from the last episode that we talked about. Uh, yeah, they, were, they were they were in like the couple thousand range at one point. Yeah, they were cruising. Yeah, There's... you got any? Uh, you got any old uh, Quiznos over there in uh, in in Delaware? No, man. And and when I'm in New York, you know, if I if I have the choice between Subway and Quiznos, I'm going to Blimpy on Wall Street. Huge <laughs> Blimpy head over here. We had a Blimpy's in Minot for a while, which was insane. I do not believe we have one Blimpies here in uh, in Minnesota. That's another one. Oh. That's a further down the line. Why did it fail? But it's probably just going to yeah, be Matt's been probably sad. saving that one for a while. Well, there's, they just don't have there's not Blimpies commercials where there's a woman like it. Dang, they've got a lot of meat like this is not that's the, well, it's, like now that's a party bin. sub I want to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take two or three of those in my mouth at the same time. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I, I do. I have a lock on a Blimpies here. It looks like. Hold on. Got a. It looks like there is a Minnesota Blimpy uh, and it's somewhere in the city of. Jesus Christ. What? 68 miles away. Uh, Gaylord, Minnesota. Hello. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, yo. Now you know why they don't advertise. That's right. Well, no, they 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 have uh, it's it's a guy instead of <laughs> instead of like Asian girl. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Did we just like, like blow up the discreet uh, rural Minnesotan gay hookup spot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called it. Blumpkin. <laughs> oh, Blimpy's on the down low. <laughs> It's either way. It still comes with a lot of oil and vinegar. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Enter a blimpy, you'll leave limpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh goddamn it.
I like that. This did, is did he get one of mine? Did he get one of mine? Was that is that how that yeah, doesn't count? It doesn't count against you, Matt. Okay. Like uh, the guests get as many as they want. Oh, I like that right. this is on YouTube uh, labeled controversial Quiznos commercial. Women like meat! Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone yeah, who's listening and wants to look it up themselves yeah you want to you want to you want to it's only has like what like ninety two thousand views yeah, and like i'm and and you put all the keywords in the hot button words controversial commercial Quiznos. Yeah, like woman, Quiznos. meat exclamation marks like oh 28 thumbs down too mm. well that those those people obviously prefer pot belly Right. It's, oh wow! Just, we're just gonna start a sub war, you guys. That's... Yeah, it says some LBGT subway lovers. <laughs> no, it's for that the the, the twenty eight people who uh, voted it down are like the, they're like that that small subsect of women who they don't like meat. They, they, yeah. they, want, the small, they want a small sub. They want they want they want like half a toasty torpedo. They want that Jimmy John's thing where it's like a third of a sandwich and we like gut the whole like we take out all of the Just meat all the cheese. bread. It's, yeah, it's... They don't think women should have the right to choose a sandwich. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Oh <laughs> the same people who think that uh the vaccine is Satan's pee. I get it. This is the sandwich that she wants. <laughs> you should get one sandwich for the rest of your life. Holy okay? shit. Ronnie, you want to start a nonprofit all about a woman's right to choose her sandwich? About <laughs> <laughs> yeah. six inches or more. Yeah, it's whatever, whatever style you want. Hinge cut, you want V cut, like, <laughs> like, what do you want? It's that's a woman's right. And you could fill it any way you want, honey. Don't yeah, a sandwich is only born after like you put the condiments on it. It's it's women and women first sandwich shop, and it's run by that that Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein <laughs> character from Portlandia that run the bookshop. It's Fred Armisen in a gray wig and a cardigan. Yep. yep. Running the sandwich shop. By the way, you guys, I'm uh, I'm trying a new beer, Ronnie. You got to come out to Minnesota and try this beer. It's called. Uh, tell me, Nate. You got to have known this, Haustein. You familiar with this one? Houstein. How? Uh, Houstein. H a u e n s t e i n. Yeah, that's like that's like that's some that's some bargain beer, isn't it? It's a boy. I was like, uh, oh shit! Since eighteen sixty four, let's try this out. And uh, the only reason I because oh. I looked it up, and I guess the the company was sold to like the people that own premium. You know what? That's funny. Shells I actually tried to X, and then the, somebody from. This town, where the fuck are they from? Uh, nope, that's how uh, women shouldn't drink this while they're pregnant. <laughs> New Ulm. Oh, yeah. They're out in New Ulm. Yep. Like a family bought them like 10 years that's ago and brought me, it and back. It's out by Gaylord. We can go there, grab some beers, Boom. go to Blimpy's. Make Ronnie, some you ready? You can, hey, pack I'm that. there, dude. I'm very excited to visit. Pack that, uh, pack that Hawaiian shirt. You can wear it here. It's not just Delaware. You can rock that thing. You can't rock it in any of the five boroughs, but you can rock it out here in any part of this state. All right, I'm on board. Well, this has been a this has been a fun episode. But I well, think this it's is time. the uh, the wood chipper and uh, throw a few flip flops in there. There you go. <laughs>
this has been a fun episode, but I, I think before we go, um, before we 86 the podcast, we do have one last segment that we do, Ronnie. Uh, the last okay. segment we do on the podcast is one that we call the uh, Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Ronnie Fleming, get to review the podcast. Um, we prefer it out of a five-star metric, but that's merely a suggestion. You can use as many stars as your heart is content with. Um, you can uh, do either the podcast as a whole, or you can do us individually, however you like, and whenever you'd like to start. Wow. Okay. Okay. Soft, Joe. Uh, you're getting you're getting the least stars. So we got Matt over here. Matt, brilliant broadcaster. This guy had brilliant transitions, seamless transitions. Uh, he's got the great radio voice. Nate over here is the sniper, man. He comes in, boom, makes connections, boom. Also, also many stars. Joe, well, Joe's also, Joe did have the semen uh, drink thing. So that, that gives him a, a few, that, gives, that, that bumps you up. So listen, look, I'm not going to come in onto your podcast and give you guys anything less than 10 stars out of five. So uh, yeah, 10 stars, you guys. I've, that's I've got to come That's history. It. I think, yeah, I think that is. Highest sort of, rating ever. Yes. Yep. Highest rating ever, Ronnie. Yeah. They do things different in Delaware, damn it. Yeah, they don't give a shit about what you start, what you think your star limit is. It's whatever I think it. It's a screen door factories and star ratings. It's what they got. <laughs> first fucking say we're the first one to put solid cookie dough cores in our pints of ice cream, too. And you know what? To Matt's defense, he was the only one between the three of us that took a, uh, like, he paid for an NPR radio class. And like, it was oh, really? down at the community serious? center. Uh, no, I, I, I did do radio for five years, though. And he was just born with that voice. Yeah, it's the just, jowls. I was a... Yeah, the way his voice echoes creates up. Creates a resonance. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's like, Welcome back to the Awful Service Podcast. My name is Lakshmi Singh. <laughs> and today in Guadalajara, <laughs> they served fried chicken at a Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> Dude, you are correct. Uh, Guadalajara is the funniest country to fucking add into that. Like, and and Lakshmi Singh, I fucking love that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want that on the, record. I think that's the only time that that sentence has ever been said. <laughs> so Lakshmi Singh, we know you're we know you're a huge awful service fan. So have a question mark after her name too, and then just have the response be, "I fucking love that bitch." <laughs> just put it all on a shirt. I want that on a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would totally donate to NPR if that was an actual T-shirt. It just said Laxmi saying, "I love that bitch." I fucking love that bitch. Like we're just gonna put the audio on Twitter. We're just gonna send it to her. We're gonna keep <laughs> until uh, she was. Uh, please stop. <laughs> I, stop I take, tagging me in this. Why are I you take guys extreme saying? offense to you for calling me a bitch on a regular basis? I know that it is. I know you're just trying to be my friend, and you like you like me. And you're saying it in a non-derogatory way, but please, can you okay, use another? Okay, okay. We won't, we'll call you abroad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. You want me to go 1950s on you, Lakshmi? I love that, Dame. Yes. Uh, Ronnie, how do people follow you? You guys can follow me on Twitter, at Ron underscore Flam. Uh, I've got a website that's down. So don't go there. So just go Ron underscore Flem on all social media platforms, and uh, that's that's me. That's it. Beautiful. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Yeah, Ronnie, that's uh, I'm gonna have to start getting my shit more concise. Uh, it's uh, Instagram. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, it's called photographizing. 
That's the word photograph. And then I-Z-I-N-G because I don't know. I didn't know any better back in the time. And then I still don't know how to change it. Uh, Tuesdays, uh, Whitey's downstairs in the basement. It's kind of like a speakeasy, uh, but it's but it's kind of public. So uh, they have a legal liquor license. And uh, I think we might be having some fireball girls downstairs. We might be having some liquor broads down in the basement soon. <laughs> Like I mean, a lot of Lakshmi sings, if you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, the sexy fireball Lakshmi's. Yeah, like, they're gonna be all down. The Lakshmi girls are gonna be down in the basement, <laughs> and then it's, so it's a comedy show dance party every Tuesday. Starts at eight, ends when the drugs fucking stop working. So anyway, uh, at tinytaxiderby.com, www.tinytaxiderby.com, whatever. Yeah, look in a mirror three times, say Joe Cocazello, and I'll show up. But just make sure you have something to do. I'm not going to play <laughs> fucking cards against humanity again. Um, <laughs> make sure, make sure you have about four cut li- uncut lines of a uh, pure determination ready for him. Yeah. A, a couple of handles or something. And let's party. <laughs> Nate. Uh, you can find me at uh, uh, Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter and N Smezrud on Instagram. Uh, and in a month from now uh, is the, Comedy showcase at the Paradise Center, mm-hmm. uh, Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault, Minnesota. Big theater show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty bucks a ticket. You get a free drink with it. Uh, if you don't want to come to the show, there will also be streaming tickets available. You still got to buy two drinks, though. Yeah, I still got to buy. Still got to buy. <laughs> yeah, it's a two drink minimum on the Zoom. But yeah, July sixteenth. Beautiful. Oh, uh, uh, I'm Matt Doyle. You can uh, you can follow me. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, and I am just uh, Matt Doima on Instagram and on Facebook. Follow me there. Uh, for me, obviously, every Wednesday night in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub at the Keller Bar, uh, I host the Keller Comedy Open Mic. Uh, doors open at 8. Show starts around 9. Um so come on out. I'll buy you a Sprite. Uh, as for my dates, uh, June 10th, or sorry, not June, July 10th uh, at Spring Street Tavern, I am doing Carly Menemen's Triple X Dirty Show. Uh, there's going to be tickets available online for that very soon. So come on out. Check out me telling some, uh, some dirty fucking poop jokes. It's going to be great. Uh, and then the first weekend in August, I'm back at Camp Bar uh, doing a host feature set. So make sure to come out to that as well. I'll follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod on all platforms. Um, Ronnie, thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, this was a blast. Thank you for coming on, uh, even though you're, you know, obviously on your high, awesome vacation in uh, in in Delaware. And as always, yeah, have some fun at the community pool for us. And yeah. uh, if anyone's looking to purchase some animatronic dinosaurs, uh, call Ronnie Fleming. He can put you in touch with uh, someone that works at the Bronx Zoo or someone. He's got that, a guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll meet you like in an alley. Mm-hmm. And they like and say you want a dinosaur fill of a truck <laughs> and have a good night. <laughs> it's time to count the till. And mop the spills Say goodnight Dispose of the trash And turn out the light Tell me why I try This whole damn thing is a lie So I'll take my tips My services Have earned me this Maybe I Will find a way up But for now I'll count
out my tips and lock the 